Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the With Intention podcast by Cami Sophia. Thank you so much for joining me this week. So first up, we're going to have a little bit of a weekly recap. So I think I mentioned this last week, but guys, I have been going through a little bit of an anxious phase, which is actually what inspired this episode. So normally, I feel like I'm a very positive person. I can fight through my anxiety, but this past week, I have found it difficult. And then I was like, do you know what? the person that can control this is me and I need to focus on things I can control rather than focusing on the things I can't control and I know the things I was thinking about and getting anxious over were such tiny little silly things that really aren't that deep in the grand scheme of things like looking back even a week later I'm like I don't know why I was dressing like my car broke down on the Sunday and that's just one of like the little things that happened and you know when something negative happens and it's so small but it just piles up because there's so many tiny little like inconveniences almost but I just got really overwhelmed I got a bit anxious and I'm not gonna lie I cried in bed a few times because your girl was just trying to fight through it (laughs) but anyway that's kind of what inspired this episode because I made the decision to just choose to be happy and choose to be positive and choose to stop letting these tiny inconveniences that actually aren't that deep in the grand scheme of things affect my mood and affect how I, you know, seize the day. Because I know this is so stupid. Well, it's not stupid, but it's just like, oh yeah, we are so limited to the time that we have. So we need to stop wasting it, being negative and focusing on the negatives in life. Because if you are looking for the negatives, you will find the negatives. If you are looking for the positives, you will find the positives. So I sat down, I spent some time looking at my life, evaluating where the anxiety was coming from. And I looked at the things that I had control over and focused on those things. 
And I realized that I have control over the way I respond to things. So yeah, my car breaking down and costing me like 450 pound. Yep, that is irritating, it's crap, but it's just one of those things. I'm really fortunate to be able to have a car and to be able to have an income where, you know, I can pay for that and not be too stressed about it. Obviously it's expensive, but it's not the end of the world. And that's kind of how I felt about it. So this week's episode. So on Sunday, so not the Sunday just gone, I think the previous Sunday when my car broke down, um, my anxiety just, you know, it was peeking through. And then by Wednesday, I had sat down and looked at what I had control of to keep, you know, to stop me from feeling this way. I looked at what I have control of and what I can change. So Thursday morning, I decided to do everything in my power to spend the day being productive and pushing myself to live the day to help me, you know, become my dream girl, become the best version of myself. And me rotting in bed, feeling sorry for myself over things that really aren't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things was not helping me become the best version of myself. So I woke up and I didn't look at social media. I found that one of the things that was contributing to my anxiety throughout the day was looking at social media as soon as I woke up. Especially for me, I feel like I'm waking up and I'm immediately looking at work. I'm immediately looking at my views that I got for the post I posted last night you know the drill. So usually I will wake up and I will immediately go on Snapchat, check my messages, and then I will go onto Instagram, look at my messages, then look at my views and comments from the previous evening. Then I will go on TikTok and do the exact same thing. And then I'll go to emails and then I'll go to my WhatsApp. And I realized that this being the first thing I consumed in the morning was doing me literally no good whatsoever. So on Thursday, I woke up and I got up immediately. I made my bed, opened my blinds, hopped in the shower and did my skincare routine. I went downstairs, I made my green deep light smoothie. I actually posted a recipe for this on TikTok and Instagram, which was high demand. So I finally managed to do it. Um, so I went downstairs, made my smoothie, did my morning wellness journal and reviewed my to-do list for the day. And I went over the fields with the dogs for half an hour to get some movement in. And when I got home, I was just ready for the day. And honestly, creating this small change of not checking my phone immediately put me in such a different headspace. I was absolutely shocked that just me going on my phone as soon as I woke up changed my mood and impacted my day that much like it's something so small that you don't even think about and to be honest to me me checking my phone as soon as I wake up is literally second nature but I'm trying to get out of the habit of doing it now because of how much of a difference it made in the way I felt in the day the way I looked at myself the way I you know can handle and the way I felt about daily tasks I just didn't feel as overwhelmed I didn't feel as anxious so I highly recommend And I do think just from not checking social media first thing made a world of a difference to the way I felt for the whole day. So if you have been struggling, particularly in the mornings, just try this because I promise you there is nothing on social media that is that important that you can't wait just an hour after after working out, after waking up. There is nothing that important on there that you need to see straight away. 
Next thing is create a morning checklist. So if you love being productive and you get a bit of a dopamine rush like I do when I tick something off my to-do list, then I highly recommend creating a morning checklist. You can tick things off, um, you know, as little as making your bed. Tick it off, you get the dopamine release. You've already completed a task for the day. It starts the day off with a successful and productive tone. And personally, for me anyway, I thrive off of productivity. So currently I have set myself a daily challenge and it's kind of similar to 75 hard, but it's my own version, um, but it still sets me up for success. So my list is to have a smoothie every day, to go on a nature walk outside, obviously, <laughs> read 10 pages of a book. Right now, I've been reading two chapters of 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think. I have actually already read this book, but I go through and I pick the chapters that I want to read, and then I go through and highlight it, and that's just a really easy way to get the reading in for the day. I journal, I drink 2.5 litres of water, and I have my daily vitamins. Um, just being able to tick these off has made such a big difference in my day and I actually found an affirmation in a chapter that I read the other day from the book 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think and I really wanted to share it with you guys because it's kind of similar to you know the way I've been feeling recently and I'm sure I'm not the only one that's been feeling like this which is why I feel like especially with the podcast I really want to make this an open space where it's not all about aesthetics and, you know, clean, fun content. We're getting real. We're talking about the way we feel about certain situations. I hope you guys can relate to the way I feel and, you know, make your problems feel not as big as they do when you're by yourself, I guess. So start where you are use what you have and do what you can. I love this because I feel like it indicates that with this day, even if you only have 40% to give and you give that 40%, then you have actually given 100% of what you could have and you have done with the day what as much as you could. You've done as well as you could have done. And I love it because it's just focusing on how you are in the present moment and every day looks different and the amount we have to give each day is different so some days we can give over 100% and other days we can only give 10. Another one from this which isn't really an affirmation but it's almost like a daily reflection question which you could add into your daily reflection journal is my life consists of days what am I doing with this one and it kind of is a bit of a grounding statement or question I feel like because it makes you think you're right my life is filled with days so why am I wasting them what am I going to do today to make myself feel good to make someone else feel good to contribute to my future goals to you know make me feel better about myself to make me feel healthier to help myself in the future or make me feel smarter or more educated what is it that you are going to do today to improve your life and I feel like it's such a simple thing, but it is so grounding. And we all have days and we all have time, but we never truly know how much of it we have. So why are we sat wasting it? Spend your days 
giving as much as you can and spend your days looking for the good. I promise you, if you look the good, you look for the good, you will find it. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, when you look for negatives, you will find negatives. But if you look for positives, I promise you, you will look for po- you will find a positive and you will find things to feel grateful for. And it's all about your mindset and the way you look at things. If you are struggling in a certain situation in your life, look at it from a different angle. So instead of, I'm not good at this, just think, I'm going to practice these skills to help me grow. Or, I'm too scared, think, fear is natural, I can do anything. Or, I will never be successful, think, I am worthy of success and all my desires. You are worthy of everything that you want to complete, okay? And maybe you're thinking, I'm not good enough. Remember, you are always enough. I am always enough. I'm going to fail. Failure is a part of success. I will not give up, but I will learn from it if I do fail. And the key thing to remember is a negative mind will never give you a positive life. It's all about mindset and perspective. And it kind of goes back to when I talk about how you can't hate yourself into a body that you love. You can't look at yourself in a negative way and suddenly expect yourself to love yourself is not how it works you've got to start appreciating how you are in the present moment and appreciate yourself and just be positive rather than looking at all the negatives and picking at yourself when if you think about it think how much your body does for you on a daily basis like you're not thinking about the fact that you know you're wiggling your toes or you're moving your feet up and down to walk you just do it you don't even think about it so just appreciate the tiny things that you do without even thinking about it so it kind of also goes back to choose your heart which I have spoken about a few episodes ago I feel like I do want to do an episode on choose your heart but I don't know if I have enough to say about it but I think it's just such a good concept because it's hard to be negative but it can also be hard to be positive but there are no rewards to being negative when you are focused on the negatives your cholesterol levels will heighten and this will literally Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today affect your appearance as well it can make you bloated give you acne affect your sleep and that is why if you need this kind of motivation to be positive being positive will make you prettier when you smile you are 10 times prettier than if you're frowning and smile lines are 10 times better than frown lines any day So the next thing is spend more time with friends. Surrounding yourself with friends that you enjoy spending time with is genuinely the best kind of therapy. I know when I see my friends, 
I like to leave with a feeling of being inspired and positive. And if I'm leaving my friends feeling drained or feeling self-conscious or unmotivated, then I probably need to reevaluate why these people are in my life. So on the Thursday that I said I was seizing the day, I went for a coffee with my friend and by the end of it, I felt so uplifted and positive and motivated. We were chatting, right? This is so random. We were chatting about our favorite autumn trends and we made a Pinterest board for our future weddings. So random, I know, but I feel like we've all done it, but we basically did this like joint wedding planning Pinterest board that we can both add to. So I need to check if she's actually added anything since we did it. But it was just so much fun. There was no negativity. It was just sharing, you know, our dreams, our ideas and bouncing off of each other. And I feel like going for a quick coffee with a friend could just take an hour out of your day, if that, and it will recharge you so much more than you think. And I think the trick for feeling positive when spending time with friends is finding friends that you don't need a social battery with like to spend time with them you don't need to constantly think of things to say the conversation flows and you bounce off of each other so if you are sitting here thinking oh my gosh I don't have any friends like that I promise you it will happen just keep trying because I probably didn't really realize who my true friends were until I was 20 I'd say anyway. I feel like the older you get, not that I'm even old, I'm literally 21, but as you get older, your perspective changes on who you want in your life. Like when I was 16 or 15, I was just focused on having loads and loads of friends rather than looking at the quality of the friends that I have and looking at how my friends made me feel when I'm around them. Um, So next thing is here are some simple ways that you can create happiness in your day-to-day life. So clean your bed sheets. There is nothing better than the feeling of fresh sheets when you get into bed. Next up is listen to music from when you were younger. Listen to a nostalgic playlist. You could just type in like the 90s era, the 2000s era, or maybe a playlist from your favorite TV show or some Taylor Swift old, you know, old goldies. Let's be real. Wait, oldie but a goldie. I think that's the term. Anyway, you could also meditate, treat yourself to some flowers, compliment someone else. I know when I compliment someone else, it makes me feel good. I don't know why, it just makes me feel good knowing that I've made someone else feel good. Dance like no one is watching. Have a dance party in your bedroom. Take yourself out for lunch. Do something creative like painting or get an adult coloring book. Take a shower or a bath with fun bubbles and a bath bomb. And just to let you guys know, Lush have their snow fairy back in stock because obviously it's only for Christmas. So if you're looking for a good bath bomb, go get a snow fairy. Next thing is you could create a Pinterest board full of things that you love or a vision board, bake a cake, go for a walk, call your friend, read a book. I actually have a load of book recommendations on my Amazon storefront. I have fiction and nonfiction if you want to go have a look at that. Learn something new, try something new, help someone, start a journal, do some yoga, exercise, cook something from scratch or make a fancy breakfast that you've been wanting to make but you've just not had the time for, make time for it. Listen to a podcast, preferably mine. (laughs) Um, Tidy your room in your home or tidy your bedroom, tidy your living room, whatever it is, just clean a room in your house that you have been avoiding. Visit somewhere new, 
watch the sun rise, watch the sun set, eat a meal that looks like a rainbow and just have a pajama day and watch your favorite TV show. And I also wanted to read a few pages from 101 Essays to change the way you think. But don't worry, guys, I did sum it up. So you're not just going to be sat here while I'm just reading bits and bobs. But like I said before, I am rereading chapters and highlighting some good bits that I want to refer back to. And I was reading a chapter called How to Detox Your Mind Without Having to Go Completely Off the Grid. And I wanted to touch on a few of my favorite things from this chapter. So first up is create physical solutions for emotional problems. So people default on the idea that one emotion will cancel out or fix another. If you're upset, seek a high to eliminate it. But negative emotions are just calls to action. And if you are ignoring them then these mental gymnastics will need a lot of justification detoxing your mind is letting go of emotional highs in place of creating actual actions so it's basically saying own your feelings rather than you know feeling sad about i don't know feeling sad about your body rather than feeling sad about your body and then going and eating a load of food to make up for it think right maybe I'm gonna go on a hot girl walk and then I'm gonna get a coffee and you've acknowledged it you're doing something good for your body and you're still giving yourself a treat next thing is low the emotional toxicity that is born of mental resistance so instead of trying to create a certain emotional experience for yourself try to practice complete acceptance of whatever you feel in the moment mental resistance keeps you in emotional discomfort even if it numbs it for a while so basically if you feel sad allow yourself to be sad if you feel angry allow yourself to be angry if you feel happy allow yourself to be happy it's as simple as that stop pushing yourself to not cry have the cry I promise you you'll feel 10 times better I know I always feel 10 times better after having a cry Next thing is identify your tethers. The problems that are in front of you are actually behind you. They are cracks in your foundation that are holding you back. Stop trying to dismantle symptoms. Go back and identify the causes. So it's kind of like I said in the start of this episode, but when I was feeling anxious... I wasn't really focusing on why I was feeling anxious and focusing on what I can control. I was just kind of trying to get past it. Whereas when I really sat down, wrote everything down, kind of thought, right, this is how I feel. This is why I feel like this. And these are things I control. So let's focus on the things I can control and the things that will make a change. And rather than trying to just, you know, ignore it, actually confront it and understand what you can control. Next thing is rearrange your furniture. Your brain constructs your experience through props and signals that those props fire off. You are constantly subconsciously triggering negative or stagnant associations because of how your brain processes your surroundings. Change them and change how you think and change what you feel. So basically what this this woman, man, I don't know, is saying, the author... What they are saying is rearrange your room, get new bed sheets, get new pillows, sort through your wardrobe, move your desk around, you know, do the whole thing, have a little makeover. You don't need to spend money. You can literally just move your furniture around your room and it will just feel different. It'll feel like a different environment. It's just a tiny little fresh start. 
Next thing is do a mental purge. Just write down whatever weird thoughts continuously cross your mind or the little incoherent bits that are clogging up your head. Just getting them out will give you relief. So basically, get a plain piece of paper, write down everything you're stressing about, everything that is bugging you, just blurt it all out and I promise you, it will help you. Next up is cleanse your space emotionally. Consider the emotional attachment you have to things you keep around you. So did you buy those clothes to be someone you're not? Did you have decor around your apartment that you got during a crappy time in your life? Just let the things go, but decide what to let go of by thinking how they make you feel. So I really liked this one because it's so true. Did you buy that outfit to try and fit in or is it actually a outfit that you genuinely feel good in and that you really like I think it's a really nice way to well emotionally detox basically but it's a really nice way to kind of re-identify your style re-identify yourself and reinvent yourself as well next thing is write down what you hate about people now this one sounds really negative and a bit bitchy but I promise you it's not so this is actually like a bit of psychology for you but this The things that you hate about other people is things that you actually don't like about yourself that you're almost projecting onto other people. So I always say it like insecure people put other, wait, insecure people, no, I don't remember what the quote is now. (laughs) It's like people that love themselves do not put other people down. So people that are insecure project their insecurities onto you. So write down what you hate about other people basically and know that it's often not surface level issue you don't hate your annoying neighbor because she always bothers you for lunch but you secretly bother other people for lunch so writing down what you hate about other people is a cheat sheet to see what's actually wrong with your life and going on with you so you can take that one or leave it I feel like that one's a bit of a pinch of salt kind of vibe anyway let's wrap this up with the quote of the week so love yourself a little bit extra right now you're evolving learning healing growing and discovering yourself all at once and it's about to get magical for you because it is so true we are on this journey together whether you started yesterday a year ago or you're starting tomorrow we are all on this journey together of evolving loving ourselves navigating negativity and anxiety and you know all the sadness and the happiness that comes with life and growing up and all the changes that happen in our life and we are all on the same journey but just completely different storylines but I promise you if you are struggling right now with anxiety it does get better and you are in control of your emotions and you have absolutely got this I love you all so much thank you so much for joining me again I can't believe we're on week 64 like how crazy is that that we have been doing the podcast for 64 episodes i am so grateful for all of your support i love you all please make sure to rate the podcast preferably five stars and i will see you next week bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.